0: A Voice of St. Louis original podcast.
1: This is the STL all-local podcast from KMOX Radio. I'm Megan Lynch with the news you need for this Thursday, March 23rd. A flood watch in effect Thursday night through Friday night. The National Weather Service's senior hydrologist says rain will be heavy.
2: Big, the Burbis, the Merrimack, Kaskaskia River at Vandalia. Probably looking at flooding, certainly close to, if not above, moderate there.
1: Hydrologist Mark Few says there are no flood worries on the Missouri, Mississippi, or Illinois rivers, but the Merrimack in the St. Louis area?
2: Maybe looking at some uh, moderate flooding in places like Eureka, Valley Park, maybe even Fenton. I don't know about moderate flooding, but perhaps a pretty good minor flood there certainly is a possibility of Fenton. The saving grace of both those places is the fact that they are affected a, a lot by the Mississippi River. So when the Mississippi is up, it's bad news for them with big flood comes through coming down.
1: Fuchs adds flash flooding in small creeks is likely but not like what happened last July because this system will happen over several hours rather than just three to four hours. Maria Akina, KMOX News. AccuWeather meteorologist Dean DeVore has more on what to expect.
0: We're going to be mild in the upper 60s at the start, then some showers and a thunderstorm this afternoon bring us back down to near 40 with rain heavy at times tonight into tomorrow morning and more rounds of heavy rain, it looks like, tomorrow night. Some thunder as well will stay in the 40s tomorrow. Two, three, four inches of rain could fall and cause flooding problems around. Early showers Saturday, some sunny breaks, low 50s, milder with a couple of showers Sunday, low 60s. I'm Matthew with the meteorologist Dean DeVore and the voice of St. Louis, KMOX.
1: The temptation to lie on a COVID relief fund application, the U.S. Attorney's Office in St. Louis says thousands in the region may have thought they could get away with it. The U.S.
2: Attorney's White Collar Crime Supervisor here, Gwen Carroll, tells KMOX.
0: It is just really, really difficult for even ordinarily law-abiding people to say no to free money. This program was free money and the restrictions on it were so, so limited.
2: Carol says there are between 1,800 and 2,500 COVID scam cases in the region of the 70 open cases right now. She says nobody's going to trial because the evidence is so well documented and overwhelming. They are all pleading guilty. Kevin came KMOX News.
1: The push continues to get the federal government to clean up contaminated Jana Elementary.
2: U.S. Senator Josh Hawley spoke on the floor of the Senate Wednesday asking unanimous approval of a bill to have the federal government intervene in the radioactive contamination at Janna Elementary in Florissant. He says he even asked President Biden for help.
0: The Army Corps and the Department of Energy both work for the president. Fix this. Direct them to get their act together, finish the testing, and clean up this school
2: site. That was two months ago? Holly says both the Department of Energy and Army Corps of Engineers say it's the other agency's issue as the school's contaminated with government radioactive waste. Sean Michael Lyle, KMOX News.
1: the Camo X business desk worried about whether your bank is solid or not. Stiefel Director of Investments Eric Robert picks out the important points he heard from Federal Reserve Chairman yesterday after the latest quarter point interest rate hike. Uh,
2: he acknowledged that what the Fed is doing is ca- causing tighter financial conditions and That that may be an issue for more of these regional banks. But there was a really important part of the press conference where he was pressed on what happened with some of the banks that failed recently. And he did do, I, I thought, a very good job of explaining how big of an outlier those banks were and are compared to the broader financial sector.
1: It's expected the Fed might tack on another quarter-point increase in coming months, then cool off. The mayor of Cahokia Heights calls it devastating that Walmart is closing the store there after 40 years. Mayor Curtis McCall Sr. issued a statement saying the closure will leave an economic void that's very hard to fill in a disadvantaged community. McCall says City Hall will begin an effort to convince Walmart to stay. The company said the April 21st closure is based on the store's financial performance. Illinois State Representative Kevin Schmidt trying to help Washington Park qualify for grants. They're being denied because they don't have the required financial records to show they qualify.
2: So the previous mayor destroyed all of the records. So they don't have any records. The the current mayor came into no records.
1: Schmidt's Bill would establish a review panel a community can appeal to if they're denied a grant. He says a lot of small, underserved towns have issues keeping proper paperwork. Now,
0: the latest from Missouri's capital.
1: The Missouri House has sent a bill to legalize sports betting to the state Senate. The final vote Wednesday was 118-35 to 35 with Representative Ashley Ani in support. This is a bill that we've been trying to get passed in this legislature for far too long. Uh, our constituents want this. We need to get it done. The bill has broad support in the Senate, but that doesn't mean opponents won't be able to keep it from passing like they did last year. The Missouri House approved a bill Wednesday to put a one-mile buffer between landvilles and neighboring municipalities. That doubles the current half-mile buffer. The legislation was brought forward to protect areas of Kansas City from a proposed landfill, but was supported by St. Louis area representatives who agree the entire state could use the same protection. The measure will be taken up next in the Senate. KMOX goes in-depth. Today
0: is the first day of Ramadan, one of the holiest months of the year for Muslims. But what do the rest of us know about this very important time? Joining me is Mufti Asif Umar, Imam and Director of Religious Affairs at the Islamic Foundation of Greater St. Louis. Thanks for joining me and Ramadan Mubarak.
2: Thank you very much, Debbie, and Ramadan Mubarak to you as well.
0: Well, in a nutshell, what is Ramadan?
2: So Ramadan itself is actually the name of the ninth month of the Islamic calendar. And the Islamic calendar is based on the lunar cycle of the moon. So in essence, the name Ramadan is actually the name of the month. But Ramadan is more known to people around the world for a particular action that Muslims around the world engage in. And that is the action of fasting from dawn until dusk. And Muslims avoid eating any food Uh, drinking anything including water, and they also avoid intimacy with one's spouse during this time period from dawn until dusk.
0: Why the fasting?
2: Yeah, so that's a great question, and many people ask this question. So God Almighty in the Quran, he actually mentions that fasting has been prescribed to you as it was prescribed to those nations before you so that you develop God consciousness. If a person is able to control their desires from those things which are essential for human beings, such as food and drink and other desires that are permissible for a person, then it is hoped that a person will be able to avoid those temptations and those desires, which are in disobedience towards God Almighty. So it is hoped that this habit that is developed for 30 days carries on throughout the entire year.
0: And so if you have Muslim coworkers or friends, just kind of be mindful and respectful of the fact that they are not eating or drinking during the day. So not a ma- great time to put the baked goods in front of them.
2: Yeah, so that's a great point. A lot of people are unaware of the action that Muslims are engaging in during the daytime. So those who have Muslim coworkers, just realize that they may not be they will not be eating or drinking during the daytime. Um, so try not to offer them a treat or anything like that. Although even if you do, they'll kindly just decline. So if they decline, do not be offended. And with students who are in school, just um, a message to administrators out there who may be unaware that Muslim students will be fasting during this time. So try to have them avoid strenuous activity. And when others are eating lunch, uh, perhaps try to arrange a separate room for them where they're able to study or do some work on their own so they don't have to be in that environment where others are eating.
0: And this would explain why if you go into, say, an IHOP in West County at 10.30 at night, you'll see a whole lot of Muslim kids eating pancakes.
2: Oh, correct. Yes, yes. (laughs) (laughs) That is right. Those places which are open 24 hours, if you go there 2 a.m. or 3 a.m., you'll see a lot of Muslim youngsters, uh, you know, eating their pre-dawn meal at that particular time.
0: And then at the end of Ramadan, this long month of fasting, there's Eid.
2: Correct. So at the end of the month of Ramadan marks a very special occasion and a festival called Eid al-Fitr and that is the Festival of Breaking Fast. So essentially, after working so hard for an entire month and, you know, fasting for the sake of God, God has given us this beautiful festival to pray together, to start our mornings in prayer, and then to gather and to feast uh, throughout the day. And everyone dresses in their best clothes, and it's a beautiful festival.
0: Well, thank you so much, and I wish you a very blessed month.
2: Thank you very much, Debbie, for having me.
0: Mufti Asif Umar is with the Islamic Foundation of Greater St. Louis, joining us on KMOX.
1: The audience of a lifetime, as Pope Francis takes time out of his duties at the Vatican to listen to members of the Saint Louis University High School Band and Orchestra play in St. Peter's Square.
2: SLU High School Band and Orchestra Director Jeff Pottinger says last Wednesday they performed right in front of the Pope during his weekly general audience. And he stopped and he told the boys. um, He asked the boys to pray for him. You know, when somebody like Pope Francis, you know, asks you to pray for for him, it's it's a really powerful moment. You realize the weight maybe, of the world that's on his shoulders and um, and how important prayer is in our lives. So it was a really neat moment for all of us. Forty-five SLU students made the trip, along with several parents and family members, 68 in total, for four days in Rome and then four days in Barcelona. Pottinger says they didn't even know they'd be able to play until the very last moment when they were ushered up to the front of the courtyard to perform in front of the Pope. Fred Bottomer, KMOX News.
1: I'm Megan Lynch. STL All Local is produced by the KMOX News Team. Subscribe to the All Local on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your favorite podcasts.